0: Well, the Associated Press or AP as you'll see on many articles in mainstream media in New Zealand is a global news organisation. It was founded way back in 1846 and it's also notably the most used style book used by news outlets of all political affiliations and it influences how many journalists choose to word and frame various issues. And the Associated Press recently, at the end of last year, put out updated abortion guidelines called an abortion topical guide for journalists. Guidance which pro-lifers say demonstrates even further the extent of the media's bias in favor of abortion. And you will see how they want to change the language to manipulate the narrative. Let's check it out. So right from the start you can see the manipulation of the language to suit the narrative. The organisation advises journalists against using the term abortionist, because it supposedly connotes a person who performs clandestine abortions. Really? Well the term's actually been in use since 1884 and according to Miriam Webster is defined as one who induces abortions. Uh, <laughs> What else are we supposed to call them? Once again, are we trying to lessen the or make better the image of an abortion and lessen just how grotesque that role is? The style book then goes on to state that the term late term abortion should not be used to define an abortion carried out late in a pregnancy. And Live Action News, which is the organisation which Lila Rose from the USA set up, and by the way, She's speaking at our forum on the family later this year. Yeehaw. But Live Action News notes that the Associated Press has taken issue with the term late-term abortion, despite the fact that the media has used this terminology for decades to mean an abortion committed late in pregnancy, such as the second and third trimesters. Uh, In fact, even abortion business websites themselves have long used that terminology, as have media outlets and the pro-abortion Guttmacher Institute in the US. The American College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists is a pro-abortion entity, and it frequently changes the terminology to match its ideology, and that's what AP, the media, are responding to. But even in New Zealand, I mean, someone needs to tell the government website, decide, because on their website, it says late is 14 weeks on. 14, even earlier than 20 weeks. Family planning. They talk about second and third trimester abortions are late. They better tell the mainstream media stuff to get it right. Here they are talking about late-term abortions, and they might even need to uh, tell this to pro-abortion politicians like ex-National MP Amy Adams. Difficult, uh, incredibly fulsome attention and, and recognising it as one of the most difficult decisions they will make in their life, as they do now. Not only do I not think this bill will lead to a flurry of late-term abortions. Oh, hang on. Late-term abortions. Well, according to the Associated Press, they all need to stop saying late-term abortion because the last thing they want to do is tell the truth and put people off killing the unborn child. And then the guidelines go go woke on the terms pregnant woman, pregnant people again. Pregnant women or pregnant girls or women seeking abortions, girls seeking abortions is acceptable phrasing. Phrasing like pregnant people or people seeking abortions is also acceptable to include minors or people who have those experiences but do not identify as women, such as some transgender men and some non-binary people. Use judgement and decide what is most appropriate in a given story. Do not use overly clinical language like people with uteruses or birthing people. Uh, Yeah, in other words, they want to kind of dictate the nature of the story. Uh, As far as covering pro-life laws, the Associated Press tells journalists to avoid terrible terms, fetal heartbeat and six-week abortion ban. The guide says advanced technology can detect a flickering as early as six weeks when the embryo isn't yet a fetus, and it has only begun forming a rudimentary heart. Once again, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, which has been overtaken by radicals, says it is not accurate to call that a heartbeat. Use the term cardiac activity instead. Well, sorry folks, changing definitions doesn't change facts. Um, In fact, even sites like Healthline in the US acknowledge that it's a heartbeat. Hearing a baby's heartbeat for the first time is an exciting milestone for new parents to be. A fetal heartbeat may first be detected by a vaginal ultrasound as early as five and a half to six weeks after gestation. Uh, And this, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a heartbeat. But hey, I'm not a doctor, but it sure sounds like a heartbeat. Uh, then it goes on to fetal pain. Some laws restrict abortion at a certain point in pregnancy based on claims about when a fetus can feel pain. Some, others, some have other provisions addressing the question of fetal pain. A human fetus do not, does not have the capacity to experience pain until after at least 24 weeks according to, guess who, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists. However there is a large scientific consensus that the heart begins to beat about 16 to 21 days after fertilization. And according to doctors and scientists, without a pro-abortion agenda, the heart actually has a nice flow of blood at 23 days. The heart is the first organ to form because without it, and its ability to pump blood, the embryo would not continue to grow and develop. And check out this testimony. In her testimony before Congress and May of 2012, Dr Colleen Malloy, MD, a board-certified neonatologist and an assistant professor at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine, described the following developmental milestones of an unborn child indicating very early perception of pain. You can see there, eight weeks gestation, facial sensory receptors, 14 weeks, sensory fibers is 13 to 16 weeks, 17 to 20, and uh, no later than 20 weeks gestation, pain receptors are present and linked. And she says from her professional experience, Dr. Malloy explains that new technologies, such as the 4D ultrasound, show vivid images of babies kicking and moving in utero. That being said, she attests that a baby at just eight weeks' gestation can be seen moving in response to stimuli. By 20 weeks' gestation, the baby will respond to sound and move, wince and recoil from sharp objects and incisions. For instance, when sampling blood from the liver, the baby in utero will move away from the needle. Uh, In other words, they're denying the existence of the embryonic heart simply because it inconveniences the pro-abortion agenda. And the last thing they want is for the unborn child to have a heart. Oh, and of course, Associated Press says that Planned Parenthood, the major abortion provider in the US, which New Zealand's Family Planning Association is affiliated to, is good. But under the heading Anti-Abortion Counselling Centres, Crisis Pregnancy Centres that Oppose Abortions, Anti-Abortion Centres, it says, these terms can be used for centres set up to divert or discourage women from having abortions by using counselling. not want counselling. Material support. No, don't want that. Or housing in an effort to persuade women to bring their pregnancies to term. If using the term anti-abortion centre, explain later that these are often known as crisis pregnancy centres with quotation marks and that their aim is to dissuade people from getting an abortion. When writing about a specific centre, ask what service it provides and what its mission is, and spell that out in the story. Notice that there's no mention that Planned Parenthood's mission is to enable and even encourage abortion, with no other options preferred, but hey, the media might not mention that and it says avoid potentially misleading terms such as pregnancy resource centres or pregnancy counselling centres. These terms don't convey that the centre's general aim is to prevent abortions. Now Live Action News correctly concludes that the Associated Press is shifting its language to align with pro-abortion activists in the American College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists and probably from Uh, radical NAROL pro-choice America and other pro-choice groups, pro-abortion groups, pro-death groups, which uh, released a report in 2020 claiming that the media coverage of abortion is not favourable enough to the agenda of pro-abortion activists. (laughs) Not favourable enough to abortion? Yeah, right. Uh, Students for Life of America said, quote, The Associated Press is gaslighting as policy, enjoining the pretense that changing definitions changes facts and is putting pro-abortion politics over facts to weaponize discourse, end quote. quote. It, it really does seem ironic that the Associated Press and other mainstream outlets are so quick to scream disinformation and misinformation when they disagree with something. They really need to take a look at themselves for disinformation and manipulation of the language. But if you can change the language, you can change the debate. Don't let them.